This is Unapologetic Parenting, a podcast dedicated to candidly and unapologetically discussing parenting, divorce, and co-parenting. We take on the topics most people don't want to talk about and offer support and solutions to help you be a better parent, co-parent, and human being. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Welcome back. This is Unapologetic Parenting. I'm your host, Carl Knickerbocker. And today we are talking about when you see negative traits starting to show up in your kids. So when we watch their behavior, sometimes we start noticing, oh, there's this real undesirable trait coming out in what they're doing, how they're acting. When you see those emerge, first, a great question is to ask, Where is that coming from? Does that remind me of anyone or anything? And a lot of times when you see these negative traits come out, you're like, oh, shoot, that's my ex speaking through the child, or those are habits or ways of behaving that my ex used to have or still does have. Or you say, wow, that reminds me a lot of myself when I was younger or when I was going through a bad time, those are things that I did not like in myself and then had to take control of and get rid of my from my own behavior. And sometimes we'll look at our kids and say, wow, that reminds me of mom or dad or some other relative. These negative traits and negative behaviors start showing up and we're like, oh, that is spookily familiar. And we want to start getting rid of those behaviors. Well, how do we do that? How do we start working with our kids to help them uh, change or eliminate those behaviors? The thing we don't do is start shaming them for their behavior. We don't just start saying, oh, now you're acting like your dad or you're acting like your mom and what a horrible person and blah, blah, blah. Don't shame the child and pour a bunch of attention onto that behavior. Now, of course, there can be house rules. There can be standards of conduct that you say, look, these behaviors are not acceptable in this house. And if you behave in these ways, then there will be consequences. So if you you know, are going to be throwing things or yelling or talking back or cursing or acting all sorts of different ways in this home, you will be cracked down on. You will get the known defined consequences for them. But better still. If we see traits in our children that we want to change, the way we do that is by embodying and displaying, modeling the traits and behaviors that we want them to adopt. And the earlier you can start embodying the types of behaviors and traits that you really want your kids to grow up with, the sooner you can do that in their lives, the better. Kids learn from example. Kids learn from watching. Kids will see through your words and look to your behavior. They are not interested so much in what you say. They won't even process a lot of what you say on the behavioral level in comparison to what they will process and adopt and be influenced by by your behavioral example. So when you see traits in your kids and you're like, oh, I don't like that. I don't want that. Ask yourself, well, what do I need to dial in and start embodying to show them a better example? How can I model this for them? How can I provide them an image, an example of what this looks like in action? So if your kids are starting to lie and you notice that, hey, my ex still can't stop lying, or when I was you know, younger, I had a, fra- a phase of time where... 
I was lying and making up stories, or if there are violent behaviors, if there are talking back, kind of defiant behaviors that are reminiscent of anyone else, start embodying the opposite of those negative traits. Start stepping into that space of being impeccable with your word, with being compassionate and showing compassion. Now, of course, with compassion, don't become a doormat for everybody's behavior. Compassion also involves having boundaries, but you can start stepping into the behaviors and traits that you want your child to adopt and take on. Over time, they will see that example and they may start gravitating a lot toward that example. They will be influenced by your presence and your standard of contact or conduct while they are with you. And that is that is the way to get them to start moving from the undesirable traits over to the desirable ones. And if you are coupling this technique with standards and discipline and consequences, now it makes a lot of sense. You're not, you know, somebody who's lying to the kids or having a lifestyle that is embodying negative traits and then disciplining them for the same negative traits. No, you need to come to them from a place of being impeccable with your word. I'm being clear with your behavior. I'm being consistent in your own standards and your own way of living. When you come to them with consistency and being solid in who you are, then your discipline is actually going to make some sense to them and it's actually going to have an impact because your disciplining them is helping to guide them and call them up to your higher standard. So again, when you start seeing negative traits or undesirable traits, and especially if they are, you know, ones that you recognize from your childhood or from your ex, you need to step into a different way of being to help guide them. Now, why do I keep focusing in on the concept of things that are familiar in your ex or things that are familiar in you or your past? Well, because there is such a genetic component in our kids. Obviously, they are genetically related to us. Half of them is, you know, their other parent. Half of them is us. And so a lot of behaviors will start coming out. They're just wired in certain ways that are going to be reminiscent of our past and our family history. And you might look at your kid and be like, oh my gosh, that is uncle so-and-so, or that is grandma acting out from this child. Well, of course, because they are influenced, one, by genetics, and then two, by the epigenetic patterns that we pass down one to another, one to another through our family values and behaviors. So if you want to break those cycles and start breaking those things that are familiar, you need to change the behavior and traits that are modeled for the children. We can't just keep acting like our exes. We can't just keep acting like our family tree. We can't keep acting like the people in our past and in our extended families that are bringing out these you know, negative attributes and undesirable attributes in the children. So the way we remedy that is we decide for ourselves what is our high standard. We step into that. We model that. And then the kids start seeing, oh, Things can be different. People can be different. My family can be different. My uh, tribe is moving on, so to say, and I better follow them. 
is it perfect in its results? No, of course not. Sometimes kids will just be very ingrained in one way or another. Sometimes they will inherit a personality disorder or something that is more deeply entrenched from one parent or another or from genetics. Sometimes they will have phases where they're just going to go with the more fun example or the carefree, lazy example of some other person or other parent in their lives. That does not mean that we should lower our standards. That does not mean that we should stop being the model of better things to them. So when we see undesirable traits in our kids, it is a call for us to lead by example and model the desired behavior. We step up, we show them what it looks like, we improve our lives, and hopefully, most likely, hopefully, it will also improve their behavior and improve the trajectory of their lives as well. 